I'm Amber Peterson, and you're listening to Mamas and Money, Episode 61, Your Money Blueprint. Did you know that creating confidence with your money will change your life? My name is Amber Peterson. I'm a mother, licensed financial professional, and a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And if you're ready, let's take this journey together. Welcome, friends. I am so glad that you are here. How's your week been? Today, I am going to talk about your money blueprint. And I think it's something that we sometimes can overlook when we're making our money decisions. And when we overlook this, we fail to see how it affects the decisions we make with our money. What is a blueprint? A blueprint is a set of plans that help us construct or build something or create something. So for example, if you have blueprints for a house, it tells you all the information you need to build that house. And if you follow those blueprints, you can create a house. Now, how does that look like in our lives for our money blueprint? Well, let me give you another example. Right now, the season that we're in here at my house is that it's the fall season. And in the fall season, we start to harvest our gardens and our fruit trees. And we then take the fruits and the vegetables that we've grown and we prepare them to be able to be canned or bottled or preserved for the upcoming winter months. And so my programming or my blueprint for this is especially, I was just canning peaches the other day, (laughs) is that I know when to go out to test the peaches to make sure that they are ripe. Then I put them into my bowl and then I start preparing them and canning them. So I have my blueprint of how that can take place so they can be preserved. Now that might look a little different that particularly for the canning peaches, it's a recipe that I use to say, this is step-by-step what I need to do to make sure I have peaches for the winter months. So let's take a look at that and see what it looks like for our money and what the blueprint can do for us as we move forward and we make those decisions your money blueprint. So you can see here with this picture on my screen, if you're watching is a set of house plans. So those house plans say, this is how you build your house. Well, what does this do in our money? Well, our money blueprint is what we have plans and programs in our own internal selves to create what we do with our money. And that blueprint you use over and over and over again, as you make money decisions and as you move forward, or maybe are a little stagnant in your money, it's reflective of the programming and plans that you already have around money. The first step we want to look at to help you understand what your money blueprint is, is to gain awareness. What is your money blueprint? What's the plan you've created for your money? Do you know what it is yet? If not, I got you. It's going to be okay. (laughs) But where our money blueprint comes from is when we're younger and it comes from what we've been taught either verbally, the modeling we've experienced or our experiences from ourselves and those around us. And those formulate our mindset and beliefs around money, which then creates the results that we have with our money. So let's go over just briefly what the verbal modeling and experiences are that contribute to our money blueprint, especially as we're young. Verbal, what have people said to you about money, especially as you were younger? I heard things that money doesn't grow in trees. 
Am I made of money? It's not polite to talk about money. You have to work really hard for your money. Are those things you've heard too? They're very, very common. Save money for a rainy day is another one. We hear those things about money and we've internalized them in our money blueprint. So for example, save money for a rainy day, we might say, oh, so I need to save my money for when it rains, especially as we're younger, that might sound very logical. And we might learn as we grow older, oh, we need to save money in case of emergencies. Okay, this must be how money is. We need to save it. We need to keep it until it's needed in case there's an emergency. Another one might be, you have to work really, really hard for your money. You might hear that and say, oh, maybe I need to work really, really hard for my money so it comes into my life. If I don't work hard, I won't have money. Thinking about that verbal communication to us and how it's formed our money blueprint can be very, very beneficial for us to know if that is helping us. The next thing is modeling. So not only what we hear, but what we see others do with money can be even more impactful than the verbal communication. For example, when we were younger, we saw our parents arguing about money on a frequent basis. We might start to associate money with anger or with being upset or with contention. So we might say, oh, you know what? I don't really want to deal with money because it brings up all of those emotions that I don't want to feel. So I'm going to avoid money So I don't have those same kind of contentions that my parents had around money. That might be something that you're noticing of the modeled behavior of money. Or another one, if you see your parents only spending money on their children and they're saying you can only spend money in these areas, we might say, oh, that's the only places we can spend money as well. I see this more frequently with moms and mothers who say, well, I can't spend money on myself. I need to spend money on my children. And that could be from watching that model of her parents where the mom didn't spend any money on herself, but she only spent it on her children. And you just need to ask yourself, is this what I want to believe about money? Do I want this part of my money blueprint? Also experiences, not only experiences of others, but our own experiences reinforce that money blueprint. I've been reading the book by T. Harv Ecker, which is Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. Highly recommend if you have a chance to read it. And he shared an experience of a woman who, when she was younger, her parents used to fight quite often about money. And this very specific instance happened where her parents and her and her family were at a restaurant together. And at this restaurant, her parents began arguing pretty bitterly about money. And she remembers her father standing up and pounding his fist on the table and getting really, really upset. And she said he went from red to blue, and then he fell over having a heart attack. And she at the time, even though she was a teenager, at the time she had CPR training and she started administering CPR training to him to help him recover. And unfortunately, he passed away there in her arms. From her experience, she associated money with pain. And because she associated it with pain in her money blueprint, she now subconsciously gets rid of money as quickly as possible because she doesn't want to have pain. Notice too throughout your life, especially if you've had very high emotional experiences, has this reinforced your money blueprint 
And is that helping you create the results that you want? Because that money blueprint, it resides in our subconscious. It's a problem we've already solved. So then when it's solved in the conscious mind, it goes to the subconscious and the subconscious says, I'll take over. I will run this blueprint over and over and over and over again, as many times as you need to with money. But if we don't become aware of this blueprint and what it's creating for us, it just will keep running automatically. And then we might say, why are we receiving the same results over and over and over again? These results are not serving me. Why am I running out of money at the end of every month? Why can't I save my money? Why can't I get ahead? It's because your money blueprint may be running a model and results you don't want. And it keeps running in that subconscious. So if we become aware, we can start to decide if that's what we want. And if not, what can we do to change it? Ask yourself, are your habits, actions, and behaviors with money in alignment with the life you want to create? Are they in alignment? Are they producing the results that you want? Let's take a look at the results. What are your results? What has been the pattern of your money? Have you seen a pattern? Have you had money consistently? Has your money stayed the same over the years? Has it come and gone and come and gone and come and gone over and over and over again? Have you noticed incremental growth over your lifetime? These results are from your money blueprint because it's just running those plans and programming over and over and over again. When you notice a pattern and the results you're creating, I also want you to take notice of what are your beliefs and mindsets around money? That's going to key you into what your money blueprint is. If you have a belief that money is scarce, that there's never enough, I might tell you about the blueprint that you're running. That if you believe there's not enough money and you're not producing enough, you might show in your life the results that you never have enough money. So take a look at your results. Take a look from your beliefs and your mindset. What do you believe about money? What do you think about money? And this can be very powerful too if you go into specific situations. So if you find yourself being presented with an opportunity to spend money, how do you react? What is your thought about that? Is your immediate thought, I can't afford that? Is your immediate thought that I'm not made of money? (laughs) So these different types of things can give you insight into the results that you're creating. Are you getting all the results that you want? And are you getting those results in all areas of your money? So for example, you might say, I'm getting the results in being able to get discounts with my money. That's pretty cool. I'm able to go to different places and I'm able to shop with coupons or shop sales and get those type of results. And that's amazing. But I also notice in this other area of money, I'm not saving like I want to. Hmm. I wonder what my money blueprint is around saving. Or if you're not getting the results in the way you're spending, hmm, what are my thoughts and beliefs and blueprint around spending money? What about investing money? What about giving money away? It's just interesting to notice the results and that's going to help you then see how that's being created in your life from your blueprint. Then you get the opportunity to evaluate. If you're getting the results you want, what is helping you produce those results? What beliefs and mindset and blueprint have you created to help you take the action to have those results. So you might notice, I am getting some results by being able to have an emergency fund. Okay, well, what's helping me produce those results? Well, I notice that when I have money come in, I take a portion of that money and I put it into a different emergency fund savings account. And that's producing the results I want because then I have money available if an emergency happens. So you want to keep producing those results and having that mindset of, yes, I want to save, 
Saving is beneficial. Saving helps me in an emergency. Now, if you notice, I'm not getting the results I want. What is contributing to those results? So let's take the savings example again. You might notice, oh, I am not saving as much money as I want to save. Hmm, I wonder why that's happening. You might look at the way you have spent your money. You might go over, did I spend my money in a way that helps me save? You may notice, so for example, if you go back over your list of purchases over the last 30 days or so, you might notice, well, I didn't take any money from my income as soon as it came in to save it. I just started paying my bills. I started spending money on different things our family needed. I started spending money on some eating out. I spent some money on repairs. And you might notice I spent money until I didn't have any more money. So it did not allow me to save. If I want the results of saving, what do I need to do next? And this is a couple of things you can ask yourself. What habits do you want to start? What habits do you want to stop? So if you want the result of saving money, I want to start saving $100 a month. Be a habit that I want to formulate. To make that habit happen, there's other habits I need to stop. You might need to say, okay, if I want $100 to save, I need to stop the habit of eating out every Friday. Because I'm noticing when I eat out every Friday, that's about $100. And I could take that and put it towards my savings if I choose to stop that habit. So what habits do you want to start? And what habits do you want to stop to help you get the results that you're looking for? And this is where you have to decide. Because now you're starting to formulate a plan. If I stop eating out every Friday and I put that money I would have spent on eating out towards savings... That's going to bring more of the results I want. So I have a savings fund. I have a sweet friend who shared the story with me. And as her kids were growing up and they were a little bit younger, she presented the idea of buy a trampoline and they all wanted to buy a trampoline. They decided as a family, this was awesome. This would be a great thing to work towards. And they said, okay, if we want a trampoline, we need to figure out how we're going to make that work within our budget. A trampoline, let's say was $200. I said, okay, we need to save $20 a month for 10 months to get this trampoline. If we want this trampoline and this is the result that we want, we need to be willing to do certain things. What were they willing to do? They were willing to make sacrifices. They decided as a family, there were certain things that they were spending money on each month that they could give up, even if it was temporarily. Things like getting a newspaper subscription, not going out to eat for a meal, making those decisions, they were able to then move forward in their plan to get a trampoline, to get those results. So what are you willing to do to make those results happen for you and your money? What are you not willing to do? If I go back to the example with my friend and they're wanting to get the trampoline, they were not willing to give up their grocery money to get a trampoline. They realized that would be detrimental to their health not something they were willing to do. And I think this is an important thing to remember because we might say, yeah, we're willing to do this. We're willing to do this. But we also need to make sure that there are boundaries of what we're not willing to do that we know will not serve us if we decide to do it. I also think about this for entrepreneurs. You might have advice out there that says, if you want to grow your business rapidly, you need to put in many, many hours a week to do so. They may recommend putting in 40, 60, 80 hours a week. And you may decide in your situation, well, I don't want to put in that much time. I have other commitments that are important to me. I have family that I want to take care of. I don't want to put in 80 hours a week. 
but I am willing to put in five hours a day or five days a week. I want to put in those solid five hours where I am present working on my business. That's what I'm willing to do, but I'm not willing to put in 80 hours. And that is going to help you produce the results you want. Maybe not always in the time frame we want, but it's going to help you produce the results that you want and decide why is this important to you? Why is it important to you to have these results? And I think these other couple questions are really, really important to ask with that. Not only why is it important to you, but what will change for you? And what would it mean if this change happens? So you might say, well, it's really important for me and my family to get a trampoline because this will bring more joy into our lives. This will help us interact more as a family. Maybe it will get us off screens. These different things are so important to us that we're willing to do these different actions to make that happen. Now, what will change for you? If you've seen some of my previous episodes, change is not an easy thing. Change requires a lot of us, but it's not just in the results that we see change. And what I mean by that, it's not just in getting the trampoline, that that's a change in our lives, that we went from no trampoline to a trampoline, (laughs) although that is a change. But also what changes is the things we're learning as we are earning the trampoline, the things that we are learning as we're growing a business, who we are becoming along the way to receive those results. What will change for you? In getting the trampoline, you might learn how to sacrifice, to be patient, to be willing to do those steps, even without the results right in front of you. You might learn teamwork. You might learn to work together to make this happen. In your business, you might learn different ways of doing business. You might learn more efficient ways of making an 80-hour work week into a 25-hour work week. You might be able to learn how to present the information that you have in a more succinct way to help those around you. And what would it mean if this change happens? Who would you become? How would your family thrive? How would your business thrive? How would your money thrive if this change occurs? After you decide, then you simply act. And I know when I say simply act, that requires (laughs) action on our part. It may sound a lot simpler to say than to do, but if we want the results, if we want those things happening in our lives, we have to act towards them. It's just not thinking about them. That's not the only step. It's not just believing they'll happen, even though those are two important steps. From the thought and the belief, then come the feeling and the action towards that. I love this analogy of a tree, once again, because we're having so many fruit trees blossom right now. But a tree cannot produce fruit, which is the result, unless they are healthy internally unless they have that blueprint that they're running off of to then produce fruit. They work off that blueprint. And if that blueprint is telling them not to produce fruit, it won't produce fruit. Or if it, if that internal blueprint says produce rotten fruits or produce fruit that doesn't taste very good, that's what's going to happen. So for us internally, we need to look at our internal blueprint and work on that before we can produce the fruit or or our results that we want in our lives. So when we change the internal, we receive the external. Also, it's one thing to learn. It's another to do. You could come to Mamas of Money here every single week and learn amazing things and being able to say, oh, I learned all these great, wonderful things in my life. But it's another to take action and do them because the action then produces 
the results. The change comes in the action. Act in your internal, act for the external. So once you start acting, changing the mindset, changing the belief, everything in here, then you start acting for the external to then produce the fruit. So once again, if I have a belief and a mindset, I want to have more savings in my life. I want to be able to have savings to do certain things. And I know it's important for me to save. I've experienced what savings is like. And you believe that and you start to internalize that and say how amazing a savings is. And I want to save this much money in my life. And it's going to do so many good things for so many good people. Then you develop that blueprint and then you start acting on it. You start acting to say, okay, if I believe saving is so important, I'm going to start to save. I'm going to take money from my checking account and put it into my savings account. I'm going to take the money I earned today. I'm going to put it into a jar. I'm going to take that money and I'm going to put it into an investment that's going to grow. I am going to take action because then that's what's going to have the result. Because what happens if you saved $100 over a year, you have $1,200. You acted and it gave you the result. And the belief in the mindset not only helps you get there, but it helps sustain that. And it helps you have a much easier time in your journey to do that. And I want to leave you with this quote by T. Harv Acker today. And he says, your income can grow only to the extent you do. Your money is not able to grow outside of you. It goes off your money blueprint. So as you grow and expand your money blueprint to create all that you want to create, then you are able to grow your income and get the income you want to create the life that you want for you and your family and for your business. It is possible for you to create all the results that you want to in your life. It is possible for you to change that money blueprint to help you get to where you want to be. And if you're finding that this is not very easy for you to do, that you want extra help doing that, please reach out. I would love to help you with this. I want to help you create the results that you want to have the life that you want. So I hope you have an amazing, amazing week and we'll talk to you next time. You are already working hard for your money. Imagine your money working hard for you. Imagine taking control over where your money goes instead of wondering where it went at the end of every month. Imagine the freedom you will have from not worrying constantly about your finances. Imagine enjoying the decisions you make with your money. I know this is possible for you. Head on over to amberpetersoncoachingfinance.now.site where we can work together to make it happen. And if you're finding this podcast to be helpful, please subscribe. That way you will never miss an episode to help you create confidence with your money. Have a beautiful week.